the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Your host is Olivia Barrett. She has found a unique way to tell others about kingdom ideas and kingdom responses that have impact in your everyday. She takes you through the moments before and after the big events of the Bible and helps you discover the kingdom idea that transforms the entire story. This program is meant to make kingdom life exciting, new, and simple. Stay tuned for today's kingdom topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett and I am your host of all things exciting around kingdom topics, around things that God is doing, about the goodness and the wonder of who he is and how he shares his thoughts and his ways with us. I mean, that's what we're talking about and that's what our show and our show, like the the show of people who are listening here and and me getting a chance to talk about things. It's exciting because it is creating more kingdom conversation in our lives. And that is the whole goal is that we would be speaking of the things that God is doing. Um, He has done things in scripture. He is doing things in our everyday. And the combination of that is to actually breathe life into us. And so that's why it's an exciting place to be. And I'm glad you're here. I want to invite you into our Facebook group. It is called Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Be sure to go there and join the group. Also, you are welcome to visit us on ltkradio.com and would love for you to check out the partner tab and see if you can be a monthly partner of the radio show. It would be a huge boost to us, and we would love to see you there. Okay, so I wanted just to come in here because, you know, the last little bit of this week um, has been real interesting because God is, you know, doing the reversal. Now, (laughs) if you have been connected to God and things that he is doing, you know, for you and the things that he is doing in you, uh, you recognize that a lot of his language is around reversals. It's around things that um, don't typically make sense, but In the kingdom, it just makes a lot of sense to God. (laughs) Like, it makes sense to him that with very little, he would produce much. Or it makes sense to him that he would, you know, pick the least of someone um, in a family to become a king, right? I mean, these kind of things are very common in the kingdom. And you know what's really interesting about living in that place is that, you know, you kind of have this... Um, this kind of like upside turvy moment with God where you have to be reminded in your tangible world, you know, that's right. You know, the kingdom is always doing this reversal. It's always doing this flip, you know, like instead of things like, you know, looking um, how they look to you or how you're experiencing them, they're completely different to God. And he makes it clear to us 
um, through lots of scripture that this is his perspective. He is consistently looking at our request and our problems and the things that we face and the growth that we need inside and, you know, the revelation of our mind and how we're connected to Christ. I mean, all of these amazing things God is looking at and he just, you know, he loves us through them. But to him, you know, his ways are very natural (laughs) to us. His ways are very counterintuitive, but I wanted to share something with us today. It's been, um, you could say, a bit revolutionary for me this week, and and I love that we would be ending, you know, this week here on Friday with this kind of a big topic, because it's around the concept of wealth. Now, um, we've had a business for 20 years. We actually... (laughs) have gone through some of the most challenging uh, years financially. You know, we have experienced some really hard clients um, and, you know, different things that come up, things that you can't plan for. And God has blessed us. He has given us, you know, the direction to go, the path to take, the conversation to have, you know, um, the prayers to pray. Like, you know, we've been in these nitty gritty places with God and him walking us through what it would mean to own a business. But, you know, it's like um, for as funny as this sounds, you know, like God's idea of wealth is not the American dream. Now, I know you may have heard that before, but it kind of hit me square in the face today when, you know, I was thinking about, um, you know, what happens in the tangible world. Like, you know, no matter how hard you work at something, if you actually don't produce then you don't receive the reward, right? Like that's just the tangible. That's how it works. Like, you know, in business, it no matter how hard you work at something, you know, in the end, if that person's not going to pay you, then you're not going to get the money for what you just did. I mean, they may even actually turn around and, you know, have bad words or choices or, you know, really come against you. And you have no control over that. But you were working hard and in your mind, you're like, I'm going after the wealth that is in this. Like if we could speak of, you know, the positive light of money and thinking about the wealth of something. Well, I want to have the wealth of, you know, what would be considered, you know, fair or even in that scenario. Like I did this work. Now I'm going to get paid. I'm receiving the wealth, you know, of what that experience was giving me back. Right. And it's interesting, you know, um, no matter how hard we work at something, depending on the condition of the other person or the job or the deadline or even how money is going on that side, there's still no guarantee that you're going to receive 100% of what you actually are owed. Now, I know this is a crazy concept because, you know, for those of us that live in salary, where you have a constant salary every single week, or, you know, people who are living in business, and, you know, you're looking at different profit margins, you know, each season or each quarter, or, you know, maybe different years, you know, whatever it is, you're living in this place of money, and you're thinking about, you know, I've got to do this, And that's going to translate into me getting paid. And I'm going to receive the concept of what positive, you know, the positive portion of money, the the wealth that I would be receiving in that. 
you know, however little or uh, big that wealth would be, it's still considered wealth because the way that it comes, it comes in a reward. It comes in a gift. And so we're calling that wealth. And so, you know, in our minds and in our tangible worlds, we live in this place where I do this and then this person pays me and then I, you know, receive that. And however it's dispersed at that point, depending on if you're a business owner or, you know, if your salary and you dispense it into your family. But, you know, that's how we understand it. Okay, let me take you into something that is describing wealth from God's perspective. It is a complete reversal. And I'm really interested and excited to hear from you, you know, like what this would spark in conversations for you and things that you would be thinking about. But it's Deuteronomy 15, and this is 7. Um, if there be among you a poor man of one of thy brethren within any of thy gates of thy land, which are the Lord thy God giveth thee, then thou shalt not burden thine heart, no shut thine heart from thy poor brother. But thou shalt open thy hand wide unto him, and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need, and that which he wants. Now, I need to break this down for you because I know there's a lot of fancy words. Like, how many of you are reading the King James Version right now? I don't know. Like, there may only be a few of you. But, like, I'm in this version because the language is just so beautiful. And I'm really beginning to, you know, embrace a little bit of just how the translation lays out. You know, how it's helping to describe certain words. But I want to describe this to you, and it's such a interesting picture. Now, the verses right before that are talking about the way that God wants to bless you in a land that he's given you. All right, so real quick, like, what would that look like for you? Let's say that God has opened up a door for you to be at a company that you know it is meant for you. Like, it's almost like somebody read what it is that you wanted to do and you're right there and, and you're receiving, you're giving. It is such an amazing place for you to um, be experiencing most of your day or most of your night where it is that you're working. Um, and you're realizing, oh my goodness, like there's a blessing here. There's a blessing where I'm working. Well, what God is talking about here is that there is a land. It's the symbolic land, but it's the land around you. It's basically, if I, if God is opening up a door for you to be in an area of influence, whether it is in a place of work or it is at a place of maybe entertainment or maybe it is a place of, you know, social networks. Like you'll you'll find that all of a sudden you're in a place that clicks. I mean, it doesn't have to be just jobs. It could really be even in family relationships or it could be um, maybe some task that you do. Whatever it is, you recognize there is something in you that is so clicking in this place. And God has given you that open door to be in that spot and it is a blessed place for you. Okay, so let's think real quick. When you are placed somewhere, like let's say you're placed you know, at a coffee shop and, you know, you're working the coffee shop, but you recognize that people are listening to you and you have influence where you are, you know, but as you work, you recognize that there are people that are coming in um, that maybe were ordering a lot of food one day and then the very next week, 
Um, maybe they're just getting water and chips or something, you know, and you're recognizing that something is happening with that person. And in this example, this is the land you've been given. You are in a spot that is blessed. You know, things are clicking for you. You recognize that you have influence, that people are connecting to you and God's favor is on you. And he is speaking of the land, the symbolic land that you're in. So if you were to claim like this coffee shop where you work is actually the land that God has given you, then that would mean that within that land, there are people and those people, (laughs) this is amazing, are what bring wealth. Like, and this is beautiful. So even though the land is symbolic because everybody's land looks a little bit different, you know, some people are not working in a coffee shop, right? Like maybe you're actually um, at a park or something and that's where you always find favor in relationships with your kids or whatever. I mean, it's interesting what God is saying here, but the land he has given you is symbolic. But what is actually happening um, in the, the place of wealth is he is using the example of people in your land that are poor. Now, let me let me tell you really quick. This is not our picture of poor. This is not like somebody who, you know, is 100% starving and they need to get into the hospital because they haven't had anything to drink for five days. Like, it's funny how when you think of poor, you might think of the most extreme situation. And then you're like, no, that's not me. (laughs) No, that's not them. They're not poor. You know, what God is saying here, poor is representing someone who has a need. This is anybody around you in the land you've been given that has a need. So let me go back to that coffee shop example. The beautiful thing about recognizing that you've been working there, you've been serving coffee, you've been serving food, um, a couple that have come in, you know, maybe often are ordering a lot. And then there's one week where they're hardly ordering anything, but they still come in. Well, you recognizing that they need something, that is the moment where God is saying, let me show you how wealth works. If you recognize and see the people that are in need around you and you go to them and ask them what it is that they are actually needing and give it to them, then he is saying you will be wealthy. And this is where he is actually speaking in both the tangible and the spiritual. He's actually saying that as you give tangibly, you are going to receive tangibly and spiritually. So here's the exciting thing, and I wanted just to share this with you pretty quick. Um, But this week when I was really like immersed in this and recognizing what God was doing, like It was connected to a place of freedom for me, like really declaring freedom over myself and over my family and some great things. I was seeing that God wanted me to tangibly step out and find people in the land that I've been given, which is actually a Facebook group, anyone who needed groceries, maybe till payday or a tank of gas to get them to work. And so I asked. 
And five people ended up responding that they actually need this. Now, this felt incredible to me because there's like 197 people in this Facebook group right now. And five of them say, oh my goodness, I don't have any gas to get me to work and I need food for groceries until payday. So what I did was I just prayed and asked and I heard the, the amount $50. And so I, after I, I, these five people said, yes, I need that. I actually contacted them within the group so that it was public because I wanted it to be public. And then I contacted them individually and gave each of them $50. Now, let me tell you something like, is God going to give me all the wealth that I could ever need in this moment? I mean, he might, but I think what he wants to do here is the place of letting me understand he is doing a reversal among wealth. Like he is saying, Olivia, instead of just going to work, instead of just looking for the job, instead of just punching in the clock and expecting money to come back, what I want you to do is go find the person in need. <laughs> I want you to go find that person because they're in your land. They're right there in your influence. And, you know, the fact that there were people who need gas right now, that just felt like simple and something that I could do. And I wanted to do it like it was something that just said, yes, go for this, like make this happen. And so I ended up using my own money to do this now. This was because I needed to, like I was, I was reading the scripture and I was saying, okay, I, I understand this, but I have got to do something about this, like in action. So I'm literally in the middle of this now, like God is going to bless me and this show because of what he is showing me. But I want you to know, like, this is a reversal on understanding wealth because it is not about punching a clock. You know, even for somebody who loves to work, you know, this is not getting through your to-do list, right? Like, this is not making sure you get in your 40 hours so it feels like, hey, I got in my full week. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the place of where we're saying as kingdom people, God, teach me how this works. Teach me how wealth works in the kingdom. So, I mean, I know, I mean, we could do a lot of shows on what it would mean to, you know, follow certain steps that God has put in the Bible about money. Um, there's a lot of people who talk about that and maybe we will one day, you know, and bless you as you do, like as you seek that out and as God is doing that for you. But what I want to bring up here is this new place because it's a new place for me. Like, I am experiencing something new when I'm on this radio show with you guys. Like I'm in a new spot, which means I have to recognize the new land that I'm in. And so as I'm looking at this land, I'm seeing people. But you know what? It's not until I start asking or noticing if somebody has a need, do I actually see the people. You know, sometimes you can be in a land 
stand and all you're just seeing is kind of the silhouettes of people. You know, maybe you're seeing the activity of people. You know, maybe you're seeing the conversations of people or, you know, even the relationships. You're not actually seeing the person. You know, there have been times and I'm letting you know this kind of like in a confidential place, but I mean, I'm aware that this is on the air too, but you know, there really have been times that I have sat with God and said, okay, God, like, uh, how are we going to do gas tomorrow? I mean, seriously, we have had real moments like that. And this was even before, you know, gas was so crazy expensive. Like we have been in those moments and I've had these conversations with God and I want you to know, like, These conversations turn out to be real evidence of him listening because then do you know that somebody would show up with a gas card, you know, or I would remember all the reward points that I'd been saving for the last three years that ended up, you know, putting a ton of money in my tank or, you know, crazy things like that where God's like, I hear you. I know what you're in the middle of. I want to supply for you. Do you know that if I was in a Facebook group right now and somebody in that group said, hey, listen, who needs gas money right now? And I was in that moment with God. I I would, you know, in that moment where I'm going, God, I need you to show up. Like, I don't even know how we're going to get my husband to work. I mean, these are real prayers, like real things that people are saying to God because I know, like I have said them. And so, you know, to think that if I was in that moment, And I was in a Facebook group with somebody and they were saying, hey, listen, I'm learning about something God is teaching on wealth. I think I want to just give you gas money. Do you need it? Would you would you use it? Would it be a blessing for you? I would just be like a puddle of tears because it would be a place of not only receiving the fact that God was hearing me, but I'm receiving the fact that God is using the people around me, the people that I'm connected to, even if I don't know how connected I actually am. Um, Especially because, you know, being somebody's land like that, you know, where they would be looking for me and wanting to give to me. So that's why I wanted to do it, because it's a place in scripture that is an easy reversal. (laughs) Like it's, it's a simple place. You can seriously ask God today, say, show me my land, meaning symbolically, where am I placed? Who are the people in this land? And now show me, do any of the people within the land that you've given me, do they have need? Because it's not about like, this picture of poor, that's just the word the Bible uses, but it's so deep what that word means. So you're looking for somebody with need. (laughs) Well, if we were to look hard enough, there's a chance that every single person (laughs) that is in your land has a particular need. Okay. So wow, not to be like, yes, you've got to take care of all of them because that is not what God said. But what he did say is that your hand is open. It is not tight fisted. And so I mean, literally in thinking about this and bringing this home to you guys, it is a place of recognizing that if we were to take in a reversal on wealth, now it doesn't mean we we stop working and it doesn't mean 
we, you know, we stop the goals and the deadlines. Like actually, it should become more exciting to get to those places, to punch that card, to get to the goal, like to reach the thing that you didn't know you could get done that week. Like whatever that is, it should become more exciting because you begin to recognize there is wealth in the very people that are around you and you're meant to give to them. You're meant to give to them. There are times that God will say, you know, there is somebody right here that needs $20 and you're like 20 bucks. Like I just set that aside for something else and it's up to you, but it is a simple reversal because it's not a place of God saying you have to do this for every single person in your land. He is saying the poor, which are recognizing those are the people with significant need at that moment. Because the person who needs gas this week may actually not need money for gas next week, right? Like that's how it goes sometimes in budgeting or in how money flows or however it works. So God is saying, look for them and give to them. But I've got to, I've got to tell you this last part of that scripture, which is absolutely amazing. God says that he wants these people who are poor, they you know the significant need, whatever that need is in that moment, he wants them to receive. But do you know, he says, only give to the people that want. And man, that's significant because we cannot force this kind of wealth or giving or blessing or reversal on anybody. And so as you embrace this kind of reversal in your life where you're recognizing a need in your land and you are giving to that need, it's got to be somebody who says, yes, I receive and I want it. Would that be such a blessing for you? Thank you so much for being here for Let's Talk Kingdom. I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. Olivia believes in creating partnerships for Let's Talk Kingdom. People who know that kingdom topics and kingdom approaches add value and multiply what God is doing in your life. She wants you to become a monthly partner of Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. It's exciting to me to speak about how God helps us understand what the kingdom can look like in our world, but through his eyes. This investment in you is one of the most exciting things I do. So I ask you to invest back into Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Let's explore together what God is saying in these kingdom topics. Become a partner and give towards the kingdom conversations that are transforming your life. You can find us on ltkradio.com and click on the partner tab to give your monthly gift. I'm excited you're here. Visit ltkradio.com and click on the partner tab. Become a monthly partner and watch kingdom conversations grow around you. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.